We are on live. Tuesday. Again. Tuesday live with a very special guest. Extremely special. The one and only Jenna Bolton. Welcome to the live stream. Hi, Jenna. Thank you. I feel honored to be here. Yeah, it's so good having so you nice. on. Yeah, nice to have you. Yeah, and the story the, for those watching that the crazy uh, story with Jenna was that when Mariah first came to there was this idea. You had introduced me to Mariah. We were yeah. talking. You said, you should visit Cape Town. Yeah. And Mariah was like, I'll visit Cape Town, but I need to have a friend to go with me. And so, like, all right, like, who's going to be willing to do this crazy trip? And it was Jenna. Oh, wow. And at the very, very first time I ever really spent time with Mariah, it was with Jenna. And we wow. had this two weeks fun, amazing summer ah, so trip. we've been together the whole time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And That's so nice. It was Where's like the friend here? from yeah, the horses are here. That was our inside <laughs> joke. Exactly. And, and really, like, without Jenna, Mariah and I wouldn't, probably, we wouldn't be together. You yeah. Know, that's amazing. I would still push. You would still make that. <laughs> you would still push for it. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. So, it's so good to have Jenna on. Yes. Thank and, you. And um, a bit about... It's a love story. I'm happy to be a part of it. Thank you. And speaking, by the way, you just are recently married and it was the most beautiful wedding i loved being there and you have the most beautiful son and beautiful amazing husband and an amazing family an amazing job and all kinds of just amazing progress yeah and Thank you. uh yes well so well done yes very well done yeah thank you thank and, you <laughs> yeah and then the topic came up of all right let's let's dive into the, you know, we, you and I were speaking and, and uh, we said, why don't we do a live stream topic together? And you said, well, you know, a topic I've, I've always been interested in, my friends have been interested in, people I know have a whole thing about and I'd like to help other people with is diving into self-confidence, how to be more self-confident. Yeah. Right. Yes. So that's the subject. That's the subject. Now, you don't really know any of the questions. In fact, I don't either. Jenna prepared them. Yeah. But we'll have the conversation kind of go. And Jenna, you can kind of give us a little background. So let's dive into self-confidence. Jenna, you can kind of open it up and tell us about it. Yeah. So with this topic, I think a lot of people would like to know um, how they can fix their self-confidence. Um, I think most important the first question would be, how would you to define self-confidence? Okay. So self-confidence is the ability to predict the future without any considerations. You predict the future and you know it will happen. So I go, I go to, a, to close a cell. If I'm self-confident, I just know the results. I just know the results. He has to buy. If I go to sing and I'm self-confident, I know the result. If I know how to play guitar, I can play and I know the result. So self-confidence is a condition of no effort. You will see that uh, worry is just an unwillingness to handle effort. It's so bad that worry, which probably, or not probably, is the opposite of self-confidence. It's just an unwillingness to handle effort. You cannot even think about the effort. While self-confidence is total willingness to predict 
the result, to predict the result of the effort. So you're totally oh. controlling the effort. You can totally say, okay, this is what will happen. It will happen. There's no question about it. And that's it. Wow. Like, and now when you say ability to predict the future with no considerations, what do you mean by considerations or what would be an example? Okay. So consideration probably is a, a whole subject by yes. its own. Yes. Which is a very good subject for next week. By yes. Way. True. It's it is. probably the best subject in the universe. But anything that happened, uh, you monitor your ability by your considerations. So you are perfect. You are the most powerful thing in the universe. You have total ability to bring about anything. And the only thing that limits you is what you consider. So if I go to the gym and I push uh, 50 kilo, 60 kilo, I do a bench press of 60 kilo, and next week I do 65, I change my consideration that I can. My muscle didn't really change. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's not the size of the muscles that push. Now, now how do I know that uh, it's uh, true? Because uh, if I'm at the gym and I'm doing 60 kilos and this is all I can, mm -hmm. and there's a blonde that go by, my consideration is that I have to put another, that I can put another two, three uh, reps. reps and I can. Because the blonde, you want to show off. Exactly. So I want to show off. So all of a muscle. sudden, all of a sudden, the muscle. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, your consideration is what you need to handle. And if you will see all your stops are just a consideration, you stop, you think, oh, I cannot do that. It's just a consideration. And all of a sudden, someone put a gun to your head, that all consideration goes away, and the new consideration come in, I don't want to die, so you can do it. Someone tell you, you say, well, you know, you, um, you have to go on stage and sing. And you say, no, I'll never sing. I have a, I've, I have a fear of a stage, fright. stage fright and, I, and I, I don't know how to sing. And they say, well, you know, you either sing or I shoot you. Believe me, you start to sing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, you will. Yeah. <laughs> because you change your consideration. Yeah. It is only the considerations that stops you. So when you are self-confident, there is no considerations in the area. It is totally you, mm. which bring you immediately to what destroys self-confidence. But this is probably later if, I don't know if you would want to know about it. Of course. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was very interesting. Thank you. Um, my next question. So this would be like being misunderstood. I think has um, something to do with your self-confidence. Uh, so the next question would be, most people find themselves being misunderstood by family, relatives, spouses, most people who are close with them. Others may see bad intentions when genuine intentions are being made. After multiple times of explaining, int explaining intentions, it can start to mess with self-confidence because they value that person. What is the best way of dealing with situations when your intentions are being questioned? Okay, great. So there's a word that's called responsibility. Now, when a person is not responsible, he finds fault with other people. Anything other than perfect is fault and it's a low responsibility. So when someone comes to you and I say to Gal something, 
if he doesn't understand me, it's only me finding fault with him. Why? Because the person that communicates, it's his job to cause the understanding. This is not his job to understand. I bring about the understanding. And if I blame him for not understanding, it's just because I'm irresponsible. I don't, I don't take responsibility for that cycle. So instead of saying, okay, fine, how can I be more responsible? How can I be more cause over the cycle? What I do, I find fault with him. And after I find fault with him and it's still not working, I then start to find fault with myself. So when you find fault with myself, yourself, it is only because you've tried for a long time to find fault with other people. It didn't bring the expected results. So then you start to find fault with yourself and later on, you don't care. That's the deterioration. So the yeah. handling is realize that you are responsible for the duplication. If I tell to my wife, uh, please give me water and she give me cyanide, I will die. So it's my responsibility to make her, sh to make sure that she understands that I mean water, not cyanide. It's important to make sure that she understands. And if she doesn't understand, it's really good that I will take responsibility and I will explain to her. It is never the responsibility of the follow, of the person that listening to understand. It is totally 100 percent my responsibility to explain it's never the other side never ever ever from my viewpoint it's never the other side and the moment that the person can actually have this concept it's never the other side it's always me from that moment basically what you do you become actually you why because if i say it's him i now have to beg him to, to do something. I'm totally affect and his cause. I'm giving him all the causation. When I say it's your fault, I, what actually I say is, look, you are totally cause. I'm useless and God will help me. Or maybe you will help. Yes. Mm -hmm. But if I actually decide that it's me, I'm cause. And if I'm causing something, I can change it. So the first thing to understand, it's never the other side. And if someone don't understand me, instead of finding faults in the whole universe, all you have to do is to say, okay, fine, it's me. What can I do? How can I change it? And generally, the, the way to do it is to realize that if he doesn't understand something that I say is because uh, probably I, not probably, for sure I, think that I understand something, but I don't understand. What I communicate, I don't understand why. If you understand something, you can explain it to a stone. If you understand something, you can explain it to a six years old. If I really understand something, there will be no one that will not understand. It might take more communication, but I will be able to explain it. Wow. When I cannot create a duplication at the receiving end, 99% of the cases, I don't actually fully understand it. And so I blame the other side. Very interesting. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. I love, that. I love it. Yeah, Very good questions, by the way. Yeah. Great questions. That was 
perfect explanation. Very clear. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, I, this is my final question. This would be um, outside opinions. Uh, mm -hmm. So why do people care what others think about them and what can help get them past, past that? Meaning how can people not care what others say about them? Okay, good. So the reason uh, people care about what people say about them is because they are not self-confident, which means they cannot create the future. Now, why they're not self-confident is because they're dealing with lies. The only thing that will take away from you your self-confidence is things that you are hiding. So when you hide something, you did something that you think it's not okay, so you hide it, you don't want the whole world to know, and you hide it because you don't want other people to see it. But actually what happened, you become blind. And because you become blind, it's really important for you what people think about you and what people tell you because you don't create the future. They create the future for you. So uh, if, um, yeah, let's say I'm, uh, let's say I'm uh, a dancer, okay? And uh, I don't really, I, I go on stage, but I'm not really ready. So I will be very, very worried. I will have no self-confidence about my dance. So I will be very worried about what people will think about me. And I will try to find out what they think about me, yes? But if I know I'm the best dancer in the universe and I go on stage and I dance and I do that while uh, chewing a gum because it's nothing and smoking a cigar, uh, it's not a problem because I know how to dance. I'm confident. I'm putting it there. I have 100% sure. I'm 100% know what will be the end result. And the only reason a person loses his self-confidence is because he deals with lies. He has lies. He did something that he need to hide. He deals with something that are uh, not true. And one of the things we spoke about is that he said that he understand, but he doesn't understand. And there are different reasons or different type of lies, but you can say that a lie is... Um, a substitute for creation. It's a reverse creation. So when you're self-confident, you can create, you can bring about something out of nothing. And when you are not, you will lie, which is a reverse creation. You actually destroy. You still create, but you create something bad. Wow. Okay. That's powerful. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank Amazing. you for that. You're welcome. And by the way, Jenna, we have more time in case you have further questions. We have plenty of time. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. yeah otherwise, by the way, I have other. I have some too. Just he's all, he always has some. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but uh, if it comes up for you, like anytime. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead with your question. I I have another one, but you can go. Oh, you do? Go. Okay, go. Go for it. First. <laughs> go for it. Well, this was a question I was going to ask, um, but then I was like, well, I'll just do three because I didn't know how much time. So this is this is perfect. Yeah. Um, so it's about fake realities. So if you can spot a fake reality um, and you're having a hard time removing that fake reality, what are good ways of 
getting past the fake reality. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you try to solve a problem and the problem do not get solved, you're trying to solve the wrong problem. So the fake reality that you think that you have is not the actual fake reality. It's probably a manifestation of the actual fake reality. So a fake reality is a piece of information that you are 100% sure that it's correct. But when you use it, it doesn't bring the expected result. So it is very seldom that you actually spot the fake reality. What you actually spot is the lack of results. And because you spot the lack of results, what you do, you find the truth about it, not the fake reality. It's really amazing. You handle fake reality by saying something, seeing something that do not work and you find the truth, not the lie, because you are hundred percent sure it is correct. So you will never suspect it as a lie. So it's like if you have an investigation and you have this one guy that is definitely not the suspect, you will not find him because you are sure that he is not the guy. You have a total proof that he's not the, he's not the guy yet. This is him. And that's what you have in a fake reality. So in a fake reality, you look at the result. It's not the expected result. You don't try to find the lie. You find what's the basic truth on the subject. So let's say we take children and there's a lot, there are a lot of uh, fake realities about children and you see, uh, okay, my child is uh, always angry. And people will give you all kind of, oh, you miss, you don't understand that. You don't, this is all they're trying to find what you don't understand. You, you don't listen to that. What you do is say, okay, he is getting angry a lot. Good. Let's find everything that I can on the subject of emotions. And why will anyone get angry? And all of a sudden you find that the actual reason that the child is angry is actually because he just died and he got a new body and there's something in the environment that remind him of something really bad that he did. And you just communicate to the child and says, it's okay, we accept you as you are. You are really welcome to the family and it is totally okay. Whatever you've done, it's totally okay. We're looking at you, at your intention and not at your actions. And you give that reassurance to the child and all of a sudden you'll see the child will become the sweetest, most amazing thing and it will go away for him totally. Wow. You just that's, welcome that's because he's not sure. Yes. Yes. I actually have a story um, for everybody. Um, with, so I have a 14 month year old and he was having trouble sleeping through the night and I reached out to you mayor for some advice I was like hey mayor you know my son's not sleeping nobody's sleeping in the house we're getting up one or two times a night like do you have any advice for that and you had said you know just talk to him before you go to bed tell him you know just get some sleep go to rest you know put your body to sleep if he wakes up you know just it's okay go back to sleep and we had that talk I talked to him you know and sure enough it's been two weeks and he's been sleeping wow. through the night wow That's we amazing. Have not well it's done to you amazing. 
Yeah. Well done Amazing. to him. He had he put in the yeah. work. Listen. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. That's really amazing. Well done to him, to you. It's really amazing. Yeah. No, wow. thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yes. <laughs> so that's beautiful. And yeah. and uh, do you want to say something? No. Okay. Questions. Yeah, I was gonna uh, tie it back to the the self confidence topic, and you had hinted on something that I want to pull the string on. Okay. Which was what destroys self confidence? Lies. Lies. When okay. a person is not self-confident, you need you you need to know that he's been he has a lot of things that he's hiding from the past, and uh, before he will handle those things, he will not be able to gain his self-confidence. Amazing. Okay. So there's a specific way how to handle them, uh, and uh, once you realize that this is all that it is, and you simply handle them, uh, the next thing that happens is you become lucky. Uh, blames makes you unlucky. Mm -hmm. Irresponsible people are unlucky. Yeah. And responsible people, people that don't blame but are cause, habitually become extremely happy and lucky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, so um, there lies. So it can be literally them not telling the truth, doing things that they consider bad. Or something from the past. Or things from the past. From the past. Uh, they were 20 years old and they stole their mom's car. And they're still hiding it from their mom and because they think that she will feel that it's the biggest betrayal in the universe. Mm -hmm. Or they've done something illegal. They stole some, I don't know, cigarettes in a coffee shop. Yeah. Or they've done something, they lied to a friend or anything, anything. Mm -hmm. And it's still without them knowing, they don't know that this is the reason. Yeah. But every person has many of those and everyone would say, no, but I don't have. You do. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> when the responsibility is low, you cannot see that you've done bad things. Now, why? Because you have an explanation. You have some kind of a consideration that explain why it is not a sin. Mm -hmm. So these considerations are extremely powerful. They can even take something that's not kosher and make it kosher. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can even make you can even make bacon. Bacon, yes. Okay for Jews. Of course, you just put it on sale. Exactly. Put it on sale and the consideration changes. <laughs> consideration price is more important yeah. than exactly. <laughs> but really everyone has these uh, like everyone has things that they consider are wrong. Yeah. Uh, that they've done or whatever. And mm -hmm they feel that they're hiding it or they can't say it or it's been 20 years, so who cares? Um, the question now is how do you resolve it, which I know is a big subject, but in a nutshell, what can someone do to feel like, well, I'm never going to be self-confident. I've done bad things. Okay. So the first thing that you can handle with you, the first things that you can do as an immediate handling is to realize that the past is not past for as long as you don't allow it to pass. Mm -hmm. You have to let it go. The past is not a past if you didn't let it pass. If it's still affecting you, it's not past. It's right now, right here with you, every second of the way. Mm. So most of the people, all the past is with them, all every second of the way. If you are worried, 
if you're not self-confident, if why it's, you're not self you don't have a problem with self-confidence about what's happening tomorrow. It is because of what happened yesterday. You didn't born and you say, well, I'm really worried about singing. No, as a child, if someone tells you to sing, you will take a piece of wood and you will start to sing. It's not a problem. Yeah. Something happened that you take with you that you then decide, oh, it's dangerous or it's bad to sing or something like that. You have something from the past that you carry with you. Most people call calling the past past, but actually what they mean is their past is more real to them than present time. Yeah, majority of their attention is on, is on the on past. That thing, and it's as yeah. real as now because all their focus is on it. Now, how do I know that it's like that? Because when you ask a person, he drives from work to home, and you ask him, tell me what have you seen? He didn't see anything. Yeah. He didn't see anything. His, all, all his attention is on the past. Mm. And that's why you don't see what's around you. Mm -hmm. But if you force yourself to start to look, to look, to look, to look, to look, you'll see that uh, you will not have passed at least for that few seconds that you are able to look. Mm. So that's a cool thing that somebody can do is just practice actually looking, looking yeah, while you're driving. Look, like actually pick up. And, and the looking is kind of um, something that is misunderstood. What does it mean looking? What you need to think about is that you take a, a bunch of particles and you throw them at the building and then you bring them back and you see the building. So why? Because if you just look at the building, you're the effect of the building. But if you put something there and you take it back, you're cause over it. Mm. And you just, just imagine in your imagination, take this bunch of particles, small balls that can, that contain data and you send it out and you bring it in and you send it out and you bring it in. And all of a sudden you'll see that your vision will improve, your hearing will improve, your smell will improve, everything will improve, and you will start to see things that you never seen. You do that for one minute and it is just like unbelievable. You do it for 15 minutes, you become God. Mm. Like, That's ooh. amazing. I never heard that. That's so, super cool. I love that. That's powerful. Yeah. Yes. To me from time to time. Yeah, occasionally you okay. have a powerful line or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, amazing. it's really powerful. This, you do that, it's a, an unbelievable thing because it's, it's giving you an immediate handling for your past. So your fake reality will not affect you because you are putting it there. Yeah. You're actually creating your own space. And, and by the way, you will see that uh, if you do that long enough, you will all of a sudden see that you have much more. Money will come to you. Things will come to you because... What you have is imagine that this is your space. So anything outside of your space is not yours. Mm -hmm. If you increase your space, you'll have more things. What do you have? Anything that within your space, what is your space? What you consider that is your space? How do you consider that is your space? You put these particles out and you say, this is my space, this is my space. I own it, I own it, I own it. Thank you. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I have more that I can dive into. We're only about how, how far are we? 30 minutes in? Yeah, more or less. Okay. Yeah. So we're almost okay. wrapping up, but a couple more things, unless I would love to hear from Jenna, if you have something you want to say. No, I, um, I asked my questions. Gal, if you have more questions, please. <laughs> please okay. I'm very, I'm enjoying this. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> so what I was going to ask is, um, so first of all, doing that, looking in that way 
will actually make you more self-confidence. Yes. Yeah, of course. And okay. And then because it's deleting the lies. Yeah. Temporary. It's deleting the lies. And then you will, at one point you will have a realization that those lies do not serve you and they're not real. They pass. They're gone. Yeah. So that was going to be the next thing, which you've sort of answered is you're carrying your past with you. You did something bad when you were, I don't know, a teenager. Okay. You stole money from your dad's wallet. Okay. Now you're carrying it with you. So how do you let it go? Because some people feel so bad for things for 35 years, you know? Yeah. So how do you let it go? You bring yourself to now. How do you bring yourself to now? You do these things. You push things in and you create new uh, space in front of you rather than behind you. It is quite insane that most people want to go forward, but they insist to look backward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The past is in the bank, yes? It's like what happened. So most people want to improve in life, to go backward in life, but all they do, they go backward. Yeah, all day long they go backward because time passes forward and you want to stay with this thing that happened 35 years like you have to go always 35 years back it's a lot of walking <laughs> it's a lot of reversing <laughs> it's a lot of reversing <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah amazing and that's why their life is difficult because the effort they deal with effort and they cannot the effort hurt them so much that they cannot think about putting effort forward so they cannot actually predict the future so they become not self-confident, worried. Well, because really, all it is that if you're not self-confident is you're not willing to confront effort. You don't, you're not really willing to think about the result of effort. That's all. Mm. Because what does it mean, self-confident? is I know what will happen, which means I'm willing to confront the effort because it's just here. It's not in the physical universe because once it happened, it's nothing to do with Mm self-confidence. Yeah. You see, self-confidence is about what will happen, not about what's happening right now. Yeah. So if you are self-confident, you can see what will happen in the future. And if not, you're trying to avoid what will happen, what happened in the past. Mm -hmm. So self-confidence is I can put the effort in the future. Uh, worry is I'm trying to avoid the effort from the past. Mm, amazing. That's all. Yeah. And then one day you'll get to a point where you can just be in present time, which is I don't need self-confidence. I just know. Yeah. I just know what's self-confidence. Self-confidence is for machines. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. That's amazing. And now when you say the effort, just really quick, the effort, you just mean the doing of it, whatever yeah. it might be, the getting on stage and the, through yeah. the stage yeah. fright. Whatever you, yes. Whatever you, you, the, the effort is the particles that you put out. Mm. Yes. Okay. Do you put them forward or do you put them backward? Yes. So when somebody says I'm getting out of my comfort zone, it essentially means I'm putting things forward, forward as opposed instead to... Of instead of trying to keep the past as it is, unchanging. So when someone looks backward, when he's not self-confident, what he's trying to do, he's trying to avoid the past from changing. Mm. Okay, I know this pain, I don't want a new pain. Uh (laughs) Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had said to Gal before this, that this is totally out of my comfort zone. So very well done to myself. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly <laughs> doing yeah. something like this, right? You're like, yeah. yes, putting it. 
Yeah, and once you've done it, it's done. You, you, don't, you don't have an issue of self-confidence with what happened. Self-confidence is only about the future or the past. There's no such thing as self-confidence about now. Like while you're doing it, you're doing it. You're doing it, yes. Mm-hmm. If you're worried about uh, being shot, you're worried, you're worried, you're worried. But once you've been shot, you've been shot. You're not worried about it anymore. Yeah. You've been shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like you worry about going on stage or you worry about going live, right? Yeah. Like, oh my no. God, I'm going to go live. But once you're alive, it's like, all right, well, here we are. Once you're alive, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, once you're alive, that's... <laughs> it's like you've been shot. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. No, amazing. <laughs> this was really good. And Jenna, Thank your you. questions were spot on and really Thank you. clear and amazing. Good. Yeah. And Mariah said, wow, that's amazing. And wow, I love that. Yeah. It was amazing. By the way, if anyone's listening and they want more data from you on that we have a course that if you're interested in just doing a little self-improvement thing it's i think 19 dollars or something it's really amazing and it's all about self-confidence i think it's like quite a few really yeah i, we I do. didn't know that we do we have a self-confidence <laughs> course oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. So just in case someone's interested, I think you can, do I don't even it? know the forward slash, but you'll go on our site. You can go on magic tools and then under magic tools, there's a course list. You'll click course list and just scroll down to self-confidence. You'll find it. I'm compressed. You're I'm compressed. Impressed, yes. impressed and compressed. compressed yes. yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So definitely recommend that, but this was amazing. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jenna. Yeah. Jenna, amazing. you were yeah, it was a great topic. Well done for picking it. Thank and, you. And it was like just great questions and really led the conversation really well. Well, thank you to you both for having me on here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Okay. All right. Love you and love, love you, Jenna. You. Love, love you. you. Bye. 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 Love you. Bye.